Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. You, you, you are a natural beaut. You, you are a natural beaut. Natural beaut. Natural beaut. Natural beaut. Oh yeah. This is the jar of cream that you're never gonna ever take away from me, yeah. This is the jar of cream that you're never gonna ever take away from me, no. Keep your face, Mr. Tone, throw your bath bombs and serums, but you're not gonna take my Sephora. This is the jar of cream that you're never gonna ever take away from me, no. Welcome to Natch Butte, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte. What a day we're having in here. I think that went okay. If I'd like to maybe do a second egg, but I'm not gonna. Because you know what on Natch Butte? I thought it was good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. We don't do second takes here. Welcome to Nash Beat, everybody. If you don't know who you're talking to, let me remind you. You're talking to the beauty talk, Shock Shock, the queen of creams, your host with the most serums and freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, Jackie Johnson. Welcome to Natch Butte. My guest today, we've never met, and it's crazy, because we have so many <laughs> mutuals. Our lives are intertwined. We do have a lot of the a same lot friends. A lot of friends, and... Um, you know, I'm very excited that she's here. According to her wiki page. Oh, Lord, I wouldn't go off that. <laughs> she is an American on-camera host and writer. But, honey, what has she not done? What is she not doing, okay? The host of Nerdist News. The host of the podcast Bizarre States. She's a fashion blogger. She's a gamer. She's a proud mom. Also, did you know you have the same birthday as my mom? And oh, the same, really? And the same birthday as my recent guest, Jeffrey Marsh, July 7th. Oh, wow. So... Nice. Honey, we we stand. Yeah, we, sca- we stand a cancer in here. Jessica Chobot. Hi, welcome to Natural Hi, hi. Thanks for having me. Can you believe that you have the same birthday as my one of my last guests and my mom? Um, and Ringo Starr. You know I'm sure you really know. Really weird is actually most of my life nobody has ever had the same birthday as me. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. it's never come up right. except for like this last month. Wow, I've had like ten people that I've run into, and they're like, oh yeah, same. Same birthday. Wow, we should throw a big joint party. You yeah. know Ringo. You know Ringo Starr. Yeah, that's obviously a yeah, big yeah. one. Because growing up, my mom would talk always be really happy about that. So oh, cool. So peace and love to all the July seventh yeah. birthdays. He's a good one. He's Why a good not? One to have. Why not? Yeah. Welcome to Natch Butte. Thanks. We start every episode by asking our guests, mm-hmm. "What type of skin do you have?" Mine is currently because it's changed over time. I would say combo with the potential for really oily. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I've always had really problematic skin, like deep hormonal acne and stuff. Um, and I almost don't like to talk about it because I feel like when it's good, the minute I start discussing it is yep. when it all goes south because yep. it's like, oh, now you're paying attention to me again. Well, I'm going to cause some problems. Um, but uh, I finally think I found a skin regime that has kept it 
kind of in yeah. check. So yeah, things. It's, I'm telling so you, I'd say combo. I guess it's so interesting to hear that because I would have never assumed that. Looking at mm. you on camera, seeing your photos, seeing everything, to hear that you have number one oily and number two that you've had acne. Yeah. Oh yeah, acne. I mean, I still get it yeah. on occasion. Usually now it's revolves around periods and mm-hmm, stuff. But mm-hmm. growing up and stuff, I've never had great skin. Wow. And I had really bad backne too, like growing up, and um, and it's been a constant battle up until, um, probably honestly, like just a year to two years ago. Wow. Yeah. 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 It just comes and goes. And I'm kind of guessing now that now that I'm in my 40s, the hormones are changing. Mm-hmm. And so all the, the bonus to that is that now I don't mess around with my skin as much. Right. And then I'm also really, 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 really regimented in like my skincare at night. She is disciplined. Like, yeah. She is disciplined. Out of necessity at right. this point. Like, it was one of those things. It's like anything. Like, you're really irritated about having to do the do it at first, and there's mm-hmm. all these other products you want to try, but I forced myself to just see this through, and anytime I had a big flare-up, I'd go to the dermatologist, you know, and right. not just sit there and try to self-care. Right. And, I, and it, like, got me on this path, and now it's like, oh, I finally see results. So now I, I refuse to to screw around. I love that. It's it's very difficult to not sway off your path because there's always something shiny and new to buy and you yeah. want to try things. So I love that. Yeah. And I, I don't try things here and there, right. but for the most part I keep things every like pretty close to the same wheelhouse. Yes. Well, we're going to have to hear all about that. Oh, yeah. Totally into yeah, it. Yeah, most definitely we're going to have to hear about that. Actually, as I'm talking about it now, I realize, oh no, I just started a new a new cream slash cleanser thing but it's actually working out really well so yeah well we want to hear so there's this okay so one of the secret like kind of the secret things that i'm into that i've not really talked a bunch about with other people is that i'm really into like can't wait i think it's called uh edwardian like clothing but like with a modern twist there's a few people on youtube that i follow and i've gotten really obsessed with it i love a subculture it's very subculture it's like offshoot of jane austen obsessiveness Mm -hmm. into like this other very specific thing but part of that actually got me then to look around for because i can't sew so i was looking for people that would make clothes for me on etsy and then ended up stumbling into this apothecary that remakes old beauty formulas both for skincare and perfume and makeup yeah. and everything that they sell at these reenactment places but then they also sell on Etsy and so I've tried a few of theirs I wish I could remember what it's called off the top of my head I think it's like shoot LLC or something like that I'll I, put it on nashby.com yeah I'll find it I'll, I'll yeah. send it to you um their stuff's real bare bones, but it actually, so far, the stuff that I've tried, which is called a, a cream of roses, um, mm. like like basically cold cream, mm-hmm. that's been amazing. I mean, old cold cream is kicking it old school. Oh, mm-hmm. well, when you think about it, there's a lot of those kind of like uh, gel to oil balms, mm-hmm. especially in K-beauty. Yes. And that's essential. Like, that's basically right. the same concept. A new twist cream. on a classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying a lot of that stuff, and it's actually working out really well. I'm surprised. That sounds really exciting. hmm Yeah. I'm going to definitely have to get that link. Yeah. And it's all natural stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no preservatives or anything crazy in it. So it's it's basic, and it there's I suppose there's some good to that and some bad to that, but so far, I think it's been great. That's, really good. And I also love a discovery. 
Yeah, it's like fun I feel too. like you've 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 kind of found a new fun, exciting thing that a lot of us could check out. Yeah, and that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. So I know that you love Japanese culture. Yes, I do. I've been to Japan myself. Oh, yeah. Just one time though. Where'd you go? I went to Tokyo, and then I went up to Nagano. Okay, I haven't been there. And I went to the, the Japanese um, snow monkey park. Oh yeah, the, the ice monkeys. How was that? It was so fun. Oh yeah. And beautiful. Mm-hmm. And this was in April, so it was spring. So did you have a cherry blossom festival? Oh, yes. Oh, we saw. Very nice. And then we went to... God, that must have been gorgeous. It was. It was so beautiful. And then we went to Tokyo Disney for three days. Nice. Because, you know. So, but I know you love Japan. Yeah. Does So you also have some Japanese makeup faves and some Japanese products that you use. Yeah. Well, it's weird. J- the Japanese makeup that I actually lean more towards the Korean uh-huh. makeup mm-hmm. stuff because I also really like K-dramas and all that yes. stuff so I'm obsessed with that too the, the, it's kind of one passion that ended up leading to another yes love that and now because I go back to Japan every year mm-hmm. and I always go shopping for the makeup and with the exception of stuff that you can actually also find here yes. like the Shiseidos right. and, and whatnots, there's not a lot uh, drugstore wise right. specifically that they have in Japan that in my opinion, is as fun or accessible as the Korean stuff. Yes. So I've actually stopped by, like, I'll still buy some Japanese-based beauty po- products, like the Shiseido stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- Isn't Shiseido cheaper there? Like, Because oh, yeah. it's like drugstore there. Well, there's, it. so, kind of. So sh- there's Shiseido... And then there's their high-end products mm-hmm. that you get at the at the um, actual like malls and the fancy mm-hmm. places. And then they got a ton of you know a ton of smaller brands that you can get at the drugstore. So it, and then they own much like how the beauty right. system works here. Right. They might own a bunch of different labels, but it's all kind of coming from them. Yeah. Um. So I really like their their a few of their high-end stuff, the skincare that they carry, and a couple of their lipsticks because they just relaunched their line I think a couple months ago. To be a little bit more modern, they started calling them all these like J-pop slash J-culture uh, kind of um, um, little doodad names, you mm-hmm. know, like cute. like Bullet Train and oh, stuff yeah. like oh, that. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah it's yes. cute. We love and they the modernized theme. it. <laughs> and then they ended um and then SK2 is actually really good although very expensive here. Yeah. It's actually it's still expensive there but not nearly as a gut punch there as you get here. Right. So anytime I go I try to snag as much as I can. And then and then most of my like um and with the exception of a few eyeshadows and stuff that I stumble upon when I'm over there, most of the makeup that I get actually uh from overseas is Korean brands. Yeah, so you run um an Instagram account. Yeah. That is sort of all about your um your beauty, lifestyle, fashion. Yeah. It's called Vogue Leader. Yeah. Which is super cute. Thanks. And you just I'm looking here, uh, there's this cute products. Like what are these Korean makeup. It's called 3CE. I'm obsessed. It's so cute. It's super cute. It's a, yeah, it's a brand that they have over in Korea. Um, You can buy it here through their website. Mm -hmm. You are obviously going to pay a large shipping, international shipping cost. But I like it because it has a wide variety of colors, which I think lends itself to... Westerners being able to use it a mm-hmm. little. I mean, you can use whatever you want, but I have. I, there's a tendency for a lot of 
um, Japanese and Korean cosmetics to lean, especially the drugstore brands, to lean into the pinks mm-hmm. really heavily. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and also they're because they're more into a sheer look. Sometimes, you know, for Westerners, and we like to really... We like a pigment, honey. We like a pigment. Yes. Sometimes that doesn't translate well if you, if for, for, um, for people that are trying to use it here. It's not what they expect. Right. But th- I feel like 3CE kind of rides the line in both. Like, they end up having a lot of really beautiful pinks and corals and kind of the traditional colors you find over there. But also in unique ways, there's always these little twists to it where it's like a soft baby, like baby powder pastel or it's a nice, it's an amazing shimmer, but it's really sheer at the same time, but it, it, but it still pops in the right light. So they've kind of, they're just a good, they're just a good goddamn brand. They're I just, mean, if I'm being like honest, I'm getting like a Glossier vibe. Is yeah, that fair? So I've tried, I would say sort of. I've tried Glossier. Glossier is super, super, super natural. They definitely are more of a natural look, but their colors will show up yes. and they will not be eaten off your face in two minutes. That's really good to hear. Because the Glossier Eye stuff, per- I think personally, is overhyped. I like it. I like what it's trying to do, mm-hmm. and I like the the theory behind it, but I think it's actually exclu- like excluding people because it's that no makeup makeup yes. model look, and I, as a person that has had acne for most of their life and, you know, have bald spots in their in their eyebrows and, yeah. you know. We've lived a have, life. Yeah, have to yeah. wear extensions and is 42 years old uh, that, you know, I don't need my, my makeup to be that sheer and right. or slip off my face in an hour. Right. Why did I spend the, even the 15 minutes putting it on if it's not even going to last five? Yes. So. They definitely have a, a, a customer. Mm-hmm. They definitely have a customer. Like their boy brow stuff's great. You know, because I like uh, I like more color. I like, I like a little too. more coverage as well. I yeah, I'm mid range. I like color, but I don't. And I'm putting on makeup for a reason. Right. I enjoy that part of it, but I also don't need to be overwhelmed by it. I don't need to necessarily glow for the gods. Yes. All the time that, if, or that, ever because I have shiny skin. Yeah, so you have built-in glow. I got built-in highlighter. I, I mean, don't need the additional highlighter. I'm so impressed by that. Why not? Right. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. The only problem with the K-beauty stuff and even the J-beauty stuff is that they're, they don't have as many stringent rules in regards to animal testing and stuff yes, like that. Yes. They're changing. Like, yes. more more information's coming out over time that they're adopting that, and I like that aspect of it. But it's not quite where the U.S. is Yes. yes. And even the U.S. In, in and of itself is not really at a great spot anyway. I mean, the fact that we haven't had new FDA makeup laws proposed uh, since the 30s. Isn't that is wild? Crazy. I'm telling you. And I was just we were just talking on Attribute about like, you know, how F- the FDA and the, the beauty industry in general kind of self-polices. Nobody's really looking out, you know, so you just got to be careful. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. You don't want to create something that's going to hurt your customer because word will eventually get out yes. and then nobody's going to buy your stuff and right. you're going to go under. So, yeah, part of it I get. But also I do think that um, but that there should be more, <laughs> right. more, more testing in a good way yes. on the products that yes. we use. Let's update. 
Why don't we just update? You know, up- yeah, yeah. Like, the, yeah. like you were saying, the FDA hasn't changed their law. Like, come on. Yeah. Let's let's pick it. Let's let's do something. Maybe don't add talc to anything since asbestos can be found right next to it. Right. I feel like I keep seeing talc-free, talc-free. At least people are starting to get wise. Yeah. It. It's really wild. So you love a good like. Um, I mean, I don't want to say the word nerdy. No, but it is. Yeah. Because it's fun. I'm looking on your uh, your Vogue Leader account, and you Instagrammed that they did a Polly Pocket makeup line. They did mm-hmm. a Polly Pocket palette. A Polly palette, if you will. There's a Tetris palette coming out from Ipsy in a couple of months. I mean, how fun is that? Yeah, there's ton- there's tons of great stuff. Pokemon stuff. Yeah, every time I go into Hot Topic, they have palettes for any movie. Like, there was like a Beetlejuice palette. And I was just like, this is yeah. exciting. Did you actually purchase this Polly Pocket? Because it's adorable. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, I put that because I figured others would be interested in it. It's yes. not something that I personally would go for. Right. The whole kind of concept for Vogue Leader is kind of two-prong. A, being in a male-dominated business when I started and am currently still in in yeah. regards to gaming and pop culture. I personally realized I was kind of killing the, the, the more female, fun, feminine aspect of myself in order to be taken seriously. And nobody forced that on me. That was a choice that I did. But in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I really kind of killed that person for a while. Well, I feel like a lot of women can relate yeah. to that, I'm sure, in their fields. Yeah. And so I finally got to an, a part of my life where I just stopped caring about that kind of stuff. And I was like, no, this is something that I like. Why am I trying to hide it? I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to um, flaunt it and also yeah. keep track of the things that I want to buy on Instagram. And so that's about basically how Vogue Leader started. I love that. And then the second part is because I'm 42 and I'm still interested in the things that I was interested in to a certain extent in my 20s, mm-hmm. but now I have an income that can support my habit. I want to buy like fun, fun, like for me, geeky slash nerdy slash gaming, whatever you want to call it, things, but of quality mm-hmm. instead of just quantity. Yes. So while Hot Topic is great because it offers a lot of like of access to that kind of stuff, I personally, at 42 years old, don't want to necessarily have a hot... Roll into the Hot Topic. Well, I mean, I'm happy to go in there, but it's not... I want to buy something that lasts. Yes. And I want to buy something that's unique and fun for me. So I didn't work this hard for so many years not to to just throw it away on junk. I want to be able to use that to buy essentially what I consider um, statement pieces. Yeah. And whether that is a statement piece and a certain, like, makeup's a little bit more flow in regards to cost. Like, the, there's a little bit of something for everybody. But in particular, and this is especially, I think, um, important in regards to the clothing that I also post on there occasionally, There has never been a lot offered to women in the geeky nerd, you know, Mm -hmm. fanboy, fangirl space. It's pretty much free T-shirts and usually it's unisex and or you have to get a guy's small. Right. And her universe and a couple other places have changed that a little bit. But now I feel like they have kind of hit a wall as far as they're willing to push it. And so there's only kind of these one-off collabs to really find quality clothing mm-hmm. that will last a long time that is designed well that I'm that I feel is worth spending my money on rather than just buying a t-shirt or some leggings or an A-cut dress mm-hmm. that doesn't actually look flattering on anybody and then and then toss it in the giveaway pile right. in a, like, after year a or two. month yeah, right you know <laughs> yeah. or it falls apart on you 
I love that. Yeah. So kind so, of just trying to curate some yes, stuff for... Informed buying choices. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's what we're all about on Nash Butte, too. Just um, sort of like, why are we buying what we're buying? And could we maybe spend our money elsewhere that aligns with our values yeah. more? And uh, Yeah. And I feel like as women get older, there's going to be... There's more... Like, my generation of geeky girl, gamer, whatever... Uh, now that are women and also moms and also all this other thing, like their all their style and tastes have changed. I mean, their interests might still be involved in this world, but you know they too are kind of growing up. Yeah, and so they want to have they want to have one foot in the mix, but also in a grown up way. Yes. and I I think that that's something that um a lot of these companies need to address more for sure. Just looking at you right now, I see these two necklaces. Oh, yeah. And they sort of seem like a prime example of what you're discussing. Yeah. Do you mind telling me a little bit about those the, the necklaces you're wearing? No, not at all. So these are, um, I found her on Instagram. I think the actual Instagram name is BCP Jewelry. Uh, Barbara Pellegrino. I think if you search for her, mm-hmm. she'll pop up too. I love, she makes all her stuff herself. I don't know how I ended up stumbling. Maybe she just popped up in my feed. But um, it's really like gigantic. I mean, the ones I'm wearing right now are not. But she usually, the thing that caught my eye were these big kind of, um, oh, what do you call it? Armor plated necklaces with these gigantic like chunky crystals Mm -hmm. that she'd have with a chunky sweater or a sweatshirt. So it'd be these super glamorous, crazy looking like neck cuffs. With these huge crystals on them and these just like goofy sweatshirts and like cool sweaters. I love that. And it looked so cool. Yeah. They made just such great photos. And I was like, oh, I'm so obsessed with this. And then she also does more delicate stuff mm-hmm. like what I'm wearing, which are just these little like, um, like uh, I guess we would call them like little arrow shaped mm-hmm. stones. Mm-hmm. And, but um, that chain is beautiful. The chain's gorgeous too. Yeah. I don't know what stone, it's what type shimmering. of stone the chain is. You can find, I bought a hematite one mm. that's similar mm-hmm. and just as sparkly, but more of a gray. But I don't know what the gold one is. But yeah, it's just, she's great. She does awesome, awesome work. And I like it because it's so unique. I've mm-hmm. never seen anything. Me neither. That's yeah, so beautiful. I've never seen anything like her work before. I highly recommend checking out her kind of like um, chain mail mm-hmm. uh, crystal necklaces. And then I'm also really into kind of... Um, the like the bizarre states paranormal mm-hmm. stuff, and so that kind of falls into the witchy vibe because mm-hmm. of the crystals and all mm-hmm. the goth stuff. Because I'm like a reformed, not really goth uh, kid slash just goth adult. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I love goth adult. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely goth adult. I mean, I'm actually incredibly surprised I'm wearing a gray shirt and not all black today because that's pretty rare. I know that you did full-blown Melisandre cosplay oh, because yeah. when I first saw a photo of you, that's who I saw. Oh, really? I was, and I, <laughs> people tell me I look like her, uh-huh. but like you really kind of look like her, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I yeah. mean, I mean, I can see aspects of like the, the cheeks. You know, I yeah. mean, the high cheekbones is always, I think, what people see. But when you put on the outfit, was that sort of just to like troll everybody who says you look like her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look like her majorly in that outfit. (laughs) I'm actually. We're talking about Game of Thrones, by the way, for people who didn't watch. I'm not a big cosplayer. Mm -hmm. I don't sew, and Mm -hmm. I don't have the patience for sewing. So, but everybody kept on mentioning it because we had this Game of Thrones after show that we did for Nerdist, 
and uh, people would say it in the comments. And the, so as a joke, we right. thought we'd I'd show up in cosplay at Comic Con that year, and we ordered we ordered just some random um, yeah. costume off of Amazon. Oh wow! And it showed up just as beautiful yeah. <laughs> as it was in the picture, which was extremely surprising. Yes, for sure. And so we've kept it. And then when. Um, when the show came back, because they were finishing up the season this year, and we, I'd pop it on every once in a while. But it's actually a really good outfit. Yeah, why not? You never know. That might come in handy for something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I want to know if you're willing to share with us, Jessica, sure. your go-to day-to-day makeup Luke, because you got mm-hmm. that cat eye on point. I am the, really the, good with the cat eye. eyeliner. I struggle so hard to get an eyeliner that is precise, sharp, mm-hmm. effective, doesn't smear off. Yours is so perfect. So would you mind sharing with us what yeah. you use, any other secrets, but also like what's going on? The brows are looking good. I love Thanks. the eye makeup. Like what are what are what are you going to Thanks. these days? Well, I kind of default into. I, is this I, like your day to day look? This is my day to day. This kind of kind of neutral, and then I'll pick one thing, either the eyes because of the sparkle. I mean, I'm kind of double downing on stuff today, but um, I'll pick one thing. Usually, it's the eyes mm-hmm. uh, to focus on, and then um, it's pretty much all relatively neutral. Yeah, uh, I don't. I've tried color like. Crazy color, extreme eyeshadows, and it always ends up looking stupid on me. I mean, it looks good for a hot second, and then like by three o'clock, I look at myself in a mirror and go, "What, what the fuck was I thinking?" Are we allowed to swear? Of course. Okay, good. Yeah, what the hell was I thinking? Um, I don't know why I can't figure that out. I've tried so hard, but yeah, maybe it's just that you're so used to seeing your like neutral look that you just can't get past it. Because I guarantee you, you could rock it if you wanted. To. I mean, there's been a few greens look really mm-hmm. good and certain purples, but I I have noticed, and this is going to make me sound crazy, that my skin has a tendency to eat color. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so what looks good when I first put it on, within I don't I could I might not touch my face the whole day or. Just yeah. sit still for four hours. Within four hours, some where the hell did the color go? No, like, now it could 100% be eating it. 100%, yeah. 100%. It's, yeah. My skin eats color like crazy. Yeah. So I go with the neutrals because at least then they kind of fade into at least some sort of generic naturalness so yes. that it, when I do need to touch it up, it's not a lot of work. Right. And it looks good enough by mm-hmm. the end of the day that I can get away with it. Whereas I think darker or more obvious colors, you start to notice that it is kind of going away mm-hmm. and fading weirdly. Like mm-hmm. purples have a tendency to turn gray and ashy and this, that, and the other thing. So I think that's part of it too. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of a neutral 
generic look. I'm really into Charlotte Tilbury's mm-hmm. whole jam, mm-hmm. except her foundations are shit. Really? Oh, yeah. I think they're crap. Maybe that's me because I have oily skin. Yeah. But What about her concealer, though? I hear oh, it's no, great. Her, the Magic Concealer is yes. outstanding. Okay. I'm, I have to just buy it. What oh, am I? So what good. am I fucking around for? A legit, I am shocked. I don't think I've touched a Tarte Shape Tape concealer yeah. since I bought that because yeah. it's just so damn good. Um, but that's the thing. Like, all her stuff's great except for these foundations. Yeah. I don't know what the... And I've tried all d- the different ones she has. I think she has three different types. Mm-hmm. Not a single one works for me. So those are... That's unfortunate. But yeah. I like all of her colors because all of... I, I don't know how she p- plans it, but all of her colors look good on all on everybody. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because she I think they're classic, keep, you know? Yeah. She kind of keeps it all in the same wheelhouse, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still serves different looks, but they are all, they work with each other very well. Um, so I like her kind of stuff. So I lean mm-hmm. more towards that. Obviously, I'm obsessed with the 3CE stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like them because if you go to their website and you look at the models that they're showcasing, granted, the models are like super well done and they've probably been airbrushed a little bit and all of it. But for the most part, you can replicate any look that they're selling on the site. Ooh, so that's fun. I've found that they're... Um, it's pretty on point to go to them. And if you go down to one of the bottom of the pictures and you pick up all the stuff that they recommend for that look, mm-hmm. you can pretty much exactly copy that look, which I think is very smart. Yes. And nice that it's you're really being nice. sold what you're actually looking at and buying. Because it's really, when I see a photo of somebody that just, like a new palette, like let's say the, yeah. the Alyssa Edwards palette for Anastasia just came out. That is a very colorful palette. There's mm-hmm. lots to do on there. And all I'm seeing is all the bloggers doing looks with it. And I'm like, I don't know how to fucking do that. I can't do any of the looks I don't looks know like how. Yeah. I don't know how. Uh, you know, I'm sure I could try, but it wouldn't look. So to hear that the, that you go on the website, you see how they're wearing the product and that you can recreate it yeah. is actually nice. Because yeah. I feel this business can be very intimidating. Yeah. The beauty business. I mean, the colors that they're selling, too, also lend themselves to being able to to be very forgiving. Mm-hmm. So, But that's also helpful. Yeah. You know, if you're new to makeup and right. or just, you know, trying to try something new. Right. It's not as is not as scary, and that's also why I like the Charlotte Tilbury stuff. Is I think she does step by steps that are very precise and easy to follow on her on her own mm-hmm. YouTube page, and she has one of speaking of cat eye eyeliner tricks. She has one of the best tricks <gasps> ever that I've run across. Yeah. Like I'm just naturally good at it yeah. because I was an art school student and go. I paid thousands of dollars to learn how to paint, and thus I use that to make cat liner cat eyeliner that's good to know i'm glad you're being honest with us oh yeah yeah. because you totally could have come in here and fed me some garbage oh no no that was a full-on um unintentional investment on my part uh thousands and thousands of dollars of school debt to do the perfect cat eyeliner but wasn't it worth it it was actually (laughs) (laughs) but she does this thing where she has you look at yourself directly in a mirror and place a small dot where you want to have the end of yeah. the tip be. And it sounds so simple. But yeah, like, why haven't I thought of that? But it but it works. Yeah. And uh, and she, it just, it works. I mean, she, I mean practice makes perfect yes. no matter what. Yes. And, of course, what you're using also affects how well it goes on and easy for you. Of course. But, um, but I think that trick's a nice, solid, really simplistic, straightforward trick for anybody to follow. So that's another thing why I like her. But something like Pat McGrath, I, I I like all Pat McGrath's products, but I keep getting sucked into those Instagram posts of that woman doing this perfect 
eyeshadow. I'm like, that that doesn't look like me. That doesn't look like anything I do with the Pat McGrath yeah. stuff. Like, I'm glad I bought all her, like, not all her stuff, but I'm glad I bought the stuff I did from her. I'm very happy with it, but it never ends up looking like those, right. those vids. Yeah, there is a lot of technique involved. Yeah, well, and I also think she's using a filter and possibly a mix with the eyeshadows. Oh. Possibly. You can't believe anything anymore. No, and that's fine. I mean, they're really pretty videos. Yes. So what are you using for that cat eye? You've revealed to us that your technique is thousands of dollars of art school, so good luck, everybody. However, there's a Charlotte Tilbury tutorial, and her accent is so pleasant. She's, yeah, Yeah. I really like her. But um, what are you using? So I it used is... to use okay, here we go. the Kat Von D one mm-hmm. that everybody was using. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped, which was frustrating mm-hmm. because I really liked the brush tip that mm-hmm. she had. The because... Trooper. The Trooper liner. The, is that what the, it is? Tattoo ink. The, ta- the in, tattoo in ink. Trooper is the color. The yeah. black. Yeah. And I really like that kind of um, bristle brush. Mm-hmm. And... You can find that. Like, Kat wasn't the first one to do that. Right. You can actually find that in <laughs> Japanese products. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a one day, ta- it's literally called One Day Tattoo. Uh, it's an eyeliner that you can grab at um, anywhere that sells, usually anywhere that sells Japanese makeup. Um, I think there's a couple places here in LA, the Make a Sobe down on Sawtell, and then Ooh. there's another one in, um, in uh, Little Tokyo. And then, um, actually, on 6th Street, there's also a thing called Shibuya LA, which sells the brand that I use, which is, and I think it's the best dupe to the Kat Von D, both in pigment and also the brush. Oh, I'm going after this. You're going to kill me. I can't remember what it's called. I just know that it's, I know where it is in the store. I can give you directions. And I know, uh, I mean, it's a very popular brand. I see them all over the place when it, you know, in those um, kind of boutiques. When you get home, I will could get, you yes, email it to me? Absolutely. It will be on Nashby.com. Yes. And I want to go to Little Shibuya. Little Shibuya is really cute. Oh, I, Shibuya LA. Right, Shibuya LA. Because I've been Street. to real Shibuya. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Tokyo. Now, there's a place to go makeup shopping. Oh, Dang. I did. Yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. I bought this. It might be that. I bought a liner, and then I bought... They had them in all colors, so there was yeah, like a pink it probably, liner. It probably is yes, the same thing. and I yeah. bought one. Yep. And then I was like, I kind of look like I have pink eye, but make it fashion, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm here for this. Yeah. And it stays. It stays. It yeah. doesn't move. The brush has a super fine tip, mm-hmm. so you really can get that flick and that like really good point. Is it purple? Um, this one's black, the okay. one I have, but mm-hmm. I did buy, they did come out with purple. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the whole range. Right. They have, they have a brown, they have like a kind yeah. of a gray. It might be the one I have. They have a maroon shade mm-hmm. that, and then a kind of a purple, but the maroon and purple I feel is, is pretty similar, mm-hmm. so it might just be the same thing. Yeah. And then a, a standard black. Yeah. And... Um, and it just works so well. And it that's what you're wearing so right well. now. And that's what it I'm wearing fantastic. right now. Yeah. And then it, but this also is it's so dark that if I want a softer black, I usually go to like an Anastasia mm-hmm. kind of pomade. I, I'm Tarte makes a very good mm-hmm. um, eyeliner pomade that I I use for um, for like a softer look. Mm-hmm. 
Because this, even to me, is sometimes a little harsh. And I'll go over it with a powder just to soften the edges mm, a little bit. Look at you with the techniques. Yeah, yeah. Got those artist techniques. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So did you just kind of discover that you were good at makeup one day? Or was mm-hmm. this a work in progress? Work in progress. Yeah. Is it from, like, being on set and having your makeup done all the time and then kind of... Yeah. I think, um, yeah, work in progress. I've always loved makeup. Mm-hmm. Always. Since... I mean, I had the Tinkerbell mm-hmm. in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this one that was, it wasn't the Crayola makeup, but it looked like a crayon. Mm-hmm. I think it was legit just called Crayon. Yep. And I was obsessed with those. So I've always liked it. And it's just practice makes perfect over time. And I, you know, back when I was growing up, they didn't have Instagram or any of these YouTube beauty influencers. So I got all of my makeup tips from my mom's old, like, uh, good housekeeping magazines, yeah, yeah. you know, or I'd read old 60s, uh, 17 magazines that were donated to the library, stupid stuff like that. And uh, yes, magazines were our Instagram. I mean, they were. Yeah, yes. I was a big YM reader. And I and the yeah. thing is, is that even though most of those magazines are all ads, I would look at the women in the ads to see mm. what they were doing with their eyeliner. And that's where I first ran into a cat eye was at, a, like, I think a Vogue magazine somewhere that was doing some sort of crazy retrospective on eyeliner. And I was like, oh, what's this? You know, and I just, right. I would look, certain things would pop out and I'd start catching on kind of in the ether of what mm-hmm. trends were happening. And um, and then makeup kind of became, like, a necessity for when I had my really bad skin. And so I was super self-conscious about it. And so I I learned I would develop little techniques for myself on how to cover it up. Then I turned into a goth kid in high school. So that was a whole other ball of wax with black lipsticks and all that stuff. And like, how can I make myself as pale as possible? (laughs) Um, And I did. I achieved it. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it just it just as my tastes change and as as cosmetics change, too, because I remember even with my oily skin, the foundations for oily skin or problematic skin were so either medicinal mm-hmm. or thick and mm-hmm. would just make it worse or this, that, and the other thing. Like, there just wasn't a lot going on. And I even remember all the way up until until probably 2006 when Bare Essentials first kind of started to hit the market in a big way, I would... I. I would buy all these expensive foundations, try, you know, that right. were recommended to me, and they were just like they were just gooped and gross, and like nobody could really figure out how to make it work from the kind of skin that I had. And then Bare Essentials came, and that was a little bit helpful because at least it because it was a powder base would kind of soak up the oil, so I didn't have to pile on all of this foundation and try and keep it as natural or g- as nice as possible throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just I've noticed just within the last ten years how much makeup in general has improved. Yes, it's intense. Yeah, just even quality. the even the drugstore. Oh like, my Wet god! Wet Wild yes. is good. Wet Wild's great. Yeah, and I remember when I was growing up, like Wet and Wild was like a dollar, and I would you'd yeah. buy it, and it would literally just like no pigment. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did I waste my dollar on this? My one of my favorite brow powders is a two dollar Wet and Wild brow powder. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's. 
ridiculously good. Yeah. Like, just stupid good. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> so good for it's $2. So Comes with a little wax and then a dark color and a slightly lighter shade. It's like two bucks. And if you get the Essence um, eyeliner brush and use that, oh my God, you can get so detailed with like little hairs that you're trying to draw Ooh, I in. want that. It's really nice. So what's the Essence brush? What's the, that? That Essence brand. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes they they did just have like a line of cheap brushes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the brushes themselves cost a buck, and um, oh. I buy their angled brush. Yeah. And the reason I like it is because um, I tried a Joa brush to mimic it because the Essence one I used too much. It mm-hmm. actually like fell apart. But um, the Joa one is a little too thick. Like they put either the way they packed it into the actual handle. Or the brush bristles themselves. I don't know what the deal is, but it's starting to separate. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Essence one, it was just like the perfect row of bristles on an angle, and it has always remained straight. Like, I actually burnt, like, it fell apart because I used it so much. But it was perfect all the way up until the very end. I want it. Where you get them at drugstores? I only have ever found it one time oh, good. Here at we go. Ulta. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Ulta, I think, I've every time, Ulta is always such a crapshoot. The one that I go to, it's like sometimes they're really good, really well stocked, clean, and then sometimes I'll go back and it's like a bomb yeah. went off. You and never like, know who went through there. The hell happened yeah. at this place, right? And some, <laughs> I feel like once every three months they restock the right. Essence stuff because I think what Essence might be a UK brand. I'm I not don't sure, know, but I'm buying this. But damn whatever brush. the deal is, they need to start packing that brush yes. more often because that brush is. Phenomenal. Well, now everyone's going to go for it, so they better. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Oh, yeah. What's the sparkle on your eye right now? So this is the 3CE stuff. Oh, nice! So 3CE came out with a... They have all these different um, themes. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to their website... Uh, and click on mood recipe. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. It lists three different palettes that they had come out with that year. There's, um, or maybe they might have four now, actually. But the one that this one is, is called Overtake. Cute. It's their most popular one. I think it won the Allure Beauty Awards for Korea. Ooh. I think. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me totally on that. But I really like it because, like I was telling you earlier, it's shimmery without being like, you've got glitter on your right, face, right. you know? But it's, I've never worn an a eyeshadow. sophisticated Kind shimmer. of. Mm-hmm. And I've never worn a shadow. I've gotten more compliments on this shadow than anything I've ever worn ever, no matter who the other brand was. It could be the Pat McGrath. It could right. be the Charlotte Tilbury. I was assuming it was going to be the Stila. You know those yeah. Stila glitters? I was assuming you were going to say yeah. that. No, this is just... But I like it and it's better, powder. actually. Yeah. I like it better, too, because yeah. the Stila's are a little thick. Yes. And, and they crease. And Let's they be crease. honest, they crease. I do use the NYX glitter um, base, eye mm-hmm. base, mm-hmm. 
to pack it on a little bit nicer and yep. keep it going. I have tried it without, and it still looks nice, but yeah. it's a lot more subtle. So if you really want it to pop, put that base down. Eyeshadow base great. is really important. Yeah. It really, truly, it changes the game. Especially the glitter one, mm -hmm. because it's really helped not with the fallout yeah. of all the sparkles and right. stuff. But I, it, it's such, it's such a nice. They have great browns. Well, it's I'm really getting pretty. that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that. So that's good. Thanks for that. Just heads up, a yeah. lot of people sell it on Amazon, mm -hmm. and it is fake. Yes, on Amazon. I'm so glad you say yeah. that. because I'm, I'm pretty much done buying products on Amazon at all. I just don't trust. Oh, I buy a shit yeah. ton on Amazon. Yeah. But I'm definitely pulling back. I mean, I'm talking home goods though. Like, oh yeah. I'm pulling back on any personal. That's what I'm saying. Items, yeah. yeah, I just, I, you know, my last guest was talking about the Cosrx sunscreen and how you can get it on Amazon. I'm like, but is that really it? I yeah. Don't know. Is somebody making it in their bathtub? I don't know. And I don't trust it. And it feels weird. Like Amazon seemed to suddenly have this uptick on right. fake cosmetics. Yes. And I don't know if that's because cosmetics as a whole really took off and found its, its niche audience, which is everybody, but you right. know what I mean? Or, or is it? Yeah, I don't I know why. I think it's both. I think so many folks are just buying literally everything on Amazon now. They're not yeah. even trying to find another place. They're not making... And then I'm talking able people. I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. do what you need to do out there. But just... So so companies are like, well, let's put everything on Amazon. And, and, you know, whatever you can Google search, we'll make it available. Yeah. And it might not be real. Be careful. But yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay, I have a question mm -hmm. for you. Because you are a mom. Yes. So do you have any beauty hacks or products that you can share that you love for your kids, your child, for babies, or for yourself? Oh, yeah. Because I, you know, I have moms in here, but not a ton. And so I know it's hard to find products that are good for the fam. Yeah. So if you have any favorite products that you use for your son, or just in general, things that are quick and easy for moms on the go. Mm-hmm. This question is open for interpretation. Yeah. All right. Well, I also... Hmm. So I'm kind of torn. Mm -hmm. I don't want to... Uh, how do I put this? So first, let me say yes. I absolutely do. Yes. And the one thing that I use for the for the whole family, but in particular feel very good about using on my kid, yeah. is Bioderma's body lotion. Ooh, okay. My son's got very dry skin, mm -hmm. like like cracking problematic yeah. dry skin. He's a, he's a California boy, you he's know? He's a California boy. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, and I and I have always just had the habit of putting lotion on every time I get out of the shower. And even though I hate doing it, I do it anyway. So I'm always trying to find like quick kind of really emollient lotions that absorb quickly mm -hmm. so I can just get it Slap done. Slap them on. Yeah. And with him, because he doesn't want to sit there right. and have lotion put on, I have to make sure that it gets on right, him right. real fast, too. It's fragrance free. It's really gentle. It's um, it, it works great. I've tried it for myself. I use it on him. And it's almost like almost overnight improvement. Nice. I mean, he gets really dry around the cheeks mm -hmm. and I've put it on him once and in the, I mean, he's still dry in the morning, but it's not anywhere right. near what it was like when he went to bed. Mm -hmm. So that the Bioderma, pretty much the Bioderma anything, but in particular the body lotion that I also use as a face lotion for him, mm -hmm. just don't get it near the eyes right. or the mouth, um, works really, really, really well. Love I that. really like that stuff. Love that. Um, there's this thing called like, so here's where I'm kind of torn. There's definitely 
tips and tricks and get quick, ready quick situations. But I feel like you got to have the right expectations. This whole five mm-hmm. minute out the door stuff, mm-hmm. I call mega bullshit on. Yes, yes. Like, yes, you can, but expect for everything to be really happy dash Mm -hmm. like makeup looks good because you need to take the time to apply it and if you don't have that time that's nobody's fault it's just you don't have that time so just do your bare basics i think you know for that it's like okay toss on some concealer where you need it throw on an eye some um mascara mascara and a eyebrow or whatever it is you're more is more important to you lips or whatever and then call it a call it a thing right that being said, there is this company I've I found from a different YouTuber I watch um, called Tried and Tested, which <laughs> I'm obsessed with. The girl, I think her name's Shuan, and uh, she suggested this thing called Lashify. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lashify. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. And I is that the like you put the eyelashes on yourself, like sort of like lash extensions on yourself yes. or something? Okay. So I. <sighs> So I don't think that they act as actual extensions mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. They're partial. They're partials. Uh, I just like your standard eyelashes. Um, but you can the, the glue that the girl that you buy from the woman that creates this, you put underneath your lashes. And so that the actual partial sticks to underneath the lash mm-hmm. rather than on, on the top. top. Interesting. And it still gives you an eyeliner effect, mm-hmm. but even more natural, as yeah. if you've almost um, tight-lined your eye. So I would imagine that would give kind of an opening effect as well. Like, that makes perfect sure. sense to me to do that. It absolutely does. Yeah. And I find that they last really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't last overnight, which I think she claims they do. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they do, and I haven't tried this, you probably need to get the waterproof glue. Um, or the, I think she actually makes an overnight glue. I just use the regular stuff that yeah. comes with the basic kit, and that's more than enough for me. I don't want the eyelashes on all day right. because, A, I think that leads to infections. Yes. And also because no matter how lightweight this shit is, and it is, it's really mm-hmm. comfortable. It's the most comfortable lash I've ever worn in my entire life, and I hate wearing lashes. At By the end of the day... You're still kind of feeling it. Right. So I want that off. I don't fuck with my eyeballs. Yeah. I wash them out. I take my contacts out. I don't fuck with my eyeballs. Yeah. And I've never tried, I don't have contacts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it works with contacts either because I've also gotten glue in my eye. Yeah. And that sucks. Oh, yeah. So if you had contacts on top of that, I don't know how well that would work. I'm sure for it'll you. be fine. I'm just saying if it says to wash them off, I'm washing them off. Yeah. I don't sleep with lashes on. I have friends that have been like, I put my eyelashes on and I, for Friday and I wear them all weekend and I didn't oh like, god no honey don't fuck with your eyeballs no that's all I'm saying You're don't fuck styles. that's what I'm saying don't fuck with your eyeballs yeah no don't do that yeah I actually popped a sty the other day <laughs> it was in there for a long time it yeah. was great it was like I had this little bump mm-hmm. on my waterline at the bottom for years <gasps> years wow years 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 wow like and it didn't hurt or anything yeah. it wasn't crazy like if you looked at me you couldn't even see it right. I just knew it was there because I know my body yes. and I was like what the fuck is that yes um and then the other day I was just like hmm maybe it's just an ingrown hair and I kind of pushed on mm-hmm. it and this like tiny hard little piece of like grossness yeah. I guess came out 
and then it was fine and it was gone. And I've been that thing has sat there for like at least five years. I mean, you could have done that five years ago. Well, I don't know if it was ready. Yet. Oh right, you know, it had like to cook. It, it had to cook. Yeah, it had to rise to the occasion. I mean, Doctor Pimple Popper, who is she? Oh, Look at her. you. Oh no, I watched that too. Yeah, it's a um, lot. So yeah, I mean, her the Lashify stuff's great because if you don't. If you don't want to mess with getting your eyelashes dyed or curled or any of that junk or having to put, like, once Mm -hmm. you get the swing of it, you can pop them on real fast. Yes. And you're good to go. I'm very curious about that. They're neat. They really are. I actually really, because I had to wear lashes all the time for work, Mm -hmm. and I hated it. Yeah, they're really annoying. That was the ongoing that was the ongoing argument with the makeup girls at that were getting me ready Mm -hmm. was, like, we need to put lashes on you. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do lashes. Yeah. So they, we need to do it. They give a, they really do open up your eye. And, and, and especially in 2019, I mean, I feel like firefighters have on lash strips on TV mm-hmm. now. Like everybody has a damn strip on. It, mm-hmm. It's just the kind of standard yeah. look. And, and so any alternative to that, I'm excited they're about. They're really nice. Yeah. I think they're made of silk mm-hmm. and they're very flexible. They don't feel, I mean, if you get one... You'll be able to tell if you have one in the wrong spot, but for the most part, once you get it down, it's like there's nothing on your face. Yeah. Quite honestly, like everybody says, "Oh no, right. eyelashes, so you'll get used to it." Right. Like bullshit. These are actually the closest thing to truly nothing on your face that I've ever experienced. Jessica, it's time to wrap up here. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell us anything you have coming up in June, July? You want to tell us about? Tell us your Instagram. Tell us about your podcast. Tell us whatever. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, everything, honestly, in my life is way up in the air right now. Love and it's a, a disaster. Love I mean, a, a great disaster, but a disaster. So um, the stuff that is good, though, uh, is Vogue Leader is starting its podcast. We actually just <gasps> shot. Thanks. We're doing it here. Yeah. In the studio. Um, we're oh, nice. shooting. Uh, we just shot the pilot that I actually need to listen through and... Um, figure out what I like and don't like mm-hmm. about the sound of my own voice. Mm-hmm. and um, But it's good to see it going because I, I really do believe that there's a space for that kind of a fashion slash makeup inspired thing for anybody. And um, in the geeky fangirl fanboy space mm-hmm. and uh, that's been ignored. And so that's yes. kind of what it's going to focus on. Love that. And it'll be fun. And um, can I come on and review the Polly Pocket palette? Yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it right now. I'll send it to you. Okay, love. That. I mean, I'll buy it and then I'll send it yeah. to you. And you can keep it too because I don't want it. The brushes are are a Polly Pocket. Like she's a little mm-hmm. woman on. And I was like, I need a Polly Pocket brush in my life. Yeah. Even if the palette is garbage, I need that brush. So yeah, I look looking at the palette. I'm the colors are fine. Right. It's just that I feel like it might be a little too kids makeup yes, and not yes. actually give you any color. Right. We'll have to investigate. But the, I do like the idea of a Polly Pocket yes. palette because yes. I love miniatures. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, Vogue Leader. But yes, you will. And uh, Vogue Leader. So that's that's kind of around the corner. Mm-hmm. E3 is right around the corner for mm-hmm. me. I'm wrapping up on a Dell podcast right now Fun. that's actually airing. It's called Hype versus Reality. So yep. AI Hype versus Reality. You can find it over at Dell.com, uh, Dell Technologies. And basically it goes through a bunch of different uh, concepts of self-driving cars, how much of the hype is actually 
hype versus what it can actually do. Yeah. Or, you know, um, we I played poker against an AI machine to see how do AI actually have intuition or is intuition just your body's way of collecting data from past experiences Whoa. and giving you a rough yeah. estimate feeling of what you should be doing? Whoa. Now I'm real, excited. It's real, uh, it's real interesting, yeah, actually. Yeah, it is really interesting. I so just, that's airing I right just, now. I just test drove a Tesla and it was crazy. I, I, well, first of all, their marketing is ridiculous. They're not self-driving cars. They're assistant cars. Right, right. And in that regard, I love them. Yeah. I think if you're using it the right way, it is so helpful, especially in traffic like yes. here in L.A. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so nice. Yeah. And it's just an added stress off of your shoulders. Yes. Like, okay, this thing's helping me it was really insane having the pedal squish itself i was like mm-hmm. uh, excuse me i tell you when to stop but no i was like okay i guess you think i should stop i do follow too close if i'm being honest i have a little bit of a following too close issue oh and really the tesla s- clearly could recognize that <laughs> okay so yes it called me out oh man but anyway it's that's really in interesting check. yes i love that but i but i think about like that's yeah that's great like if I, once my kid becomes a teenager i'm gonna feel so much better thinking that there's an extra step of safety yes. for him yes. now the flip side to that is you can you have to use it the right way which means he has to be paying attention and as a teenager i doubt he will be so what's the problem like how are we right. going to make this work right. hopefully it'll be advanced a little bit further along and it'll so that'll problem will solve itself but um but yeah yeah okay test okay tech yes. okay so yes. yes tech stuff i have a tech podcast dell technologies it's going on right now and we're just shooting the final episode um this tomorrow Ooh, actually fun. yeah and you can actually see the show too because it was in conjunction with the show so you, if you want to watch me actually try to do a self-driving car which is pretty funny uh you can do that as well and then um nerdist.com nerdist news is every day that's still happening and uh, bizarre states is actually currently on hold due to a variety of reasons so I've been telling all of the bizarros out there mm-hmm. that listen that uh, at best it will be kickstarted very very soon again at a different location. At mediocre, it's comp- there might be something coming your way in October. Love, love a fall. Uh, yeah, which also October Halloween bizarre love. states perfect way to come back mm-hmm. into the fray. Or at the worst, um, we just restart something different, yeah. call it a different name, and but it's still the same content. Um, so we'll see where, how that ends up. But that's a thing we're doing right now. And then, um, yeah, I just I got a lot of I'm, I got a lot of irons in the fire that Love need that. a lot of answers. That nobody's giving me. Yeah. Hey, you know, I relate. I relate. Yeah. And then your Instagram, we have Vogue Leader. Vogue Leader. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to look at the Bizarre State stuff, because I still post yes. to the socials. Mm-hmm. It's at Bizarre underscore States, I think, or Bizarre States. Just search Bizarre States Love and you'll it. see it. Love it. And then mine is just at Jessica Chobot. And then Twitter, all three are the same. Vogue Leader, Bizarre States, Jessica Chobot. I love a big, I love a thorough, you know, blanket the yeah. Instagram handle. A handle. Yeah. I'm, I'm a nightmare. Everything's different. I've managed to My name's to Jackie link. Johnson. It was hard. Everything was taken. I did my best, you know? Yeah. I kind of screwed up my own with the Bizarre State stuff because I, for, I, don't, I don't know how I messed it up, but I somehow screwed it up and put a lower oh right yeah line underscore underscore where it shouldn't have been and then i was stuck with it by that time people were already responding so i was like like, i'm stuck with the underscore yeah at least we're sticking with that we're doing our best out here 
Well, thank you so much, Jessica, Thanks. for everything. I mean, we covered everything. Yeah, We good. got all the way to the bottom of my list. Good, good, good. So I love that for us. Everybody tune in to all of Jessica's projects. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Starbands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.